Hello and welcome to Let That Shit Grow podcast. This is Brooke and I am your host and we are going to talk all things spiritual. Today's topic is healing your inner child, so let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to another episode with Let That Shit Grow. Today we are going to talk about healing your inner child. And before I get into it or get too deep into it, I just want to validate that I am not a teacher of any kind. I'm not a life coach. I am not a psychiatrist or a doctor. (laughs) This is simply just my methods of what helped me um, progress in my healing journey and what situations and things and practices helped me. So I just felt like it's important to share this with others. So let's get into it. Let's talk about healing your inner child. So a lot of times when people hear you have to revert back to past situations to heal in the present moment. It doesn't make sense. And I was one of those people, like it did not make sense to me on why I needed to revert back to past things, especially as a child to do better in the future. And someone explained to me once that sometimes you have to because a lot of your triggers now as an adult stems from things in your past, especially from your childhood and that those emotions are attached to those memories. So when similar situations that connect with that emotion come across or come to you, your response is going to be whatever emotion was attached to that. Hopefully that makes sense. So one more time, things that happened in your past that triggered you and maybe gave you a negative feeling or an emotion, that is now connected as one thing. That memory and that emotion is now connected. Now, as an adult, if similar situations like that memory happen, the emotion attached to that memory is going to come to surface. So I know that's really deep, and I know maybe some people may not understand that, but hopefully I can explain this to where it can be broke down enough to where it can help people understand the process. So the first thing I would suggest, I heard this on Jay Shetty's podcast. If you guys don't follow him, I highly suggest you that. I think it's called On Purpose with Jay Shetty. And he has an interview with Kendall Jenner. And she talks about how her life coach or mentor suggested to her to find a photo of her as a child and just kind of keeping it around at all times because it's a reminder of who you are and who you're speaking to on a daily basis. And it made me realize that the things and thoughts I had in my own mind as an adult, I would never want as a child, the way I speak to myself or was speaking to myself in moments of negativity, I would never speak to little Brooke like that. And when I was able to connect that, I realized that I need to rewire my thoughts. I need to change the way I think and how I respond in a healthier way because I can't allow this to be passed down to my kids and then pass it down to their kids like this has to end here with me and that's my why and I think you have to have your why with healing because if you don't it's going to be even harder and I know that doesn't make any sense because a lot of times when you're telling people you're healing they think oh how how nice it is that you're healing or It just sounds peaceful. Like, that's great for you. Good for you. I'm glad you're going through this spiritual, you know, thing and you're finding your path and this and that. And it's, it's very nice to hear from others, like when they approach it like that, but 
going through it, and if anyone else has gone through this, I'm sure you could relate to me on this, is it's one of the hardest things you can do. It is one of the hardest things you will ever do in your entire life is to heal because you don't only have to understand other people's ways of thinking, you have to understand your ways of thinking and you have to recognize every emotion, every thought, every response, and it's exhausting. And then people are like, well, why would you even do it then? Like at the end of the day, why would you do it if it's going to make you exhausted and unhappy at times? And it goes back to my why, because I don't want my kids to respond to situations in life like I am. And if I can show them or, you know, at least respond to them in a way that they can teach themselves to respond, because a lot of times it's how it's passed down, then I know that I did my job as a parent to correct it and it's going to end with me. And that's my why. That's enough for me. So if you have kids, maybe that's enough for your why. And maybe just doing it for yourself is enough. And it's going to be hard, you guys. It's going to be one of the hardest things you go through is healing. But I'm so proud of you for taking those steps. And you should be proud of yourself too. And I'm going to do my very, very best to help you guys through this. So... First, just recognize your inner child and maybe find a photo of that child. It can be any age. I recognize my inner child as maybe preschool, kindergarten age, that like any age between four and six is who I connect to. And I want you to validate them. And I want you to take time to recognize that they still exist inside you. Physically, yes, you're the physical part, but the soul part is still there. And that inner child is still in there. The hurt you feel, the the happiness you have, and all those things, those are all connected to your inner child. They were the first ones to experience it, right? So let's respect that inner child and remember that child and know that you would never talk to yourself the way you talk to yourself now because it, you don't want to do that to your inner child. To the people waking up and, oh, I need to lose 10 pounds or I feel ugly today, or I'm not smart. I can't do this. This is out of my league. I don't have the capacity to do this. I don't have the money to do this. I'm not worth this is another one. I'm not worth this. If your younger self was standing in front of you and you're holding hands with them, would you look at them and say they're not worth this or they can't do this or they're not pretty enough, handsome enough, smart enough? I would hope not. So try to recognize yourself as an inner child for a while when you're healing because it makes it a little bit easier on yourself to recognize it and change your thoughts and rewire them. So you can put a photo of yourself as a child on your mirror in the bathroom, in your wallet, in your car, just somewhere handy here and there you can peek at just to remind yourself that this is who you're doing this for too. And that little child matters and everything they encountered in their childhood matters and that you're going to help them through this and they're going to help you through it. And it's a partnership. But the first thing you can do is just recognize that child and remind them that they are still there and you do validate that they're there. So now that we've done that, we've talked about recognizing the inner child itself um, and having a photo out. I highly recommend that. Now let's talk about attachments with 
memories and emotions and all of that, which we kind of touched base on. I don't want to get too um, <clears throat> deep with that, just out of respect for my own privacy as well. And I just think that's kind of enough for you guys to base it off of. You guys kind of get the idea of that, recognize a memory to an emotion. And so now let's say you're in a present moment and you're feeling that way, recognize it, relive that memory if you can in your own head, feel that emotion and allow it to come through, but then I need you to release it. And when you do this, the next time this similar situation comes to you, you're going to notice that your response is not going to be as bad or as extreme as it would have been in the past. You may still have a reaction. Like, let's be honest, you may still full-blown react the way you would have reacted in the past. But as long as you recognize that you're acting out of a way that you don't want to be anymore, that is huge. Just having an awareness of your own emotions is huge. And holding yourself accountable It is a practice. This is not something that happens overnight. So just keep that in mind whenever you come to these situations. The more you do it, the better it's going to be, I promise. So keep working on that. Keep working on that emotion attached to the memory. Then I also found that writing a letter to my inner child was helpful. I did that this morning. For those of you who follow me on social media, you saw my picture this morning of dear inner child. (laughs) Um, And it wasn't anything long. I, I think it's just like, free writing. Um, If you did that in school, you kind of understand what I mean. I think there might be another term for it, but just write to write and just whatever comes out, comes out. And there were things that I was writing down that afterwards when I read them back, I was like, dang, that was super deep. Like I, and I felt it inside, like my inner child, like could breathe again, like, oh, thank you for reminding me. And I needed that reminder for myself And when you write it down, you see it visually and you read it back and it's just putting it out there that you no longer hold on to the stigma you've put on yourself as a child and now carrying on as an adult. And it can be just released and just releasing it, write it down. Some people even want to like burn the note after they write it just so it can be released and just know that it no longer serves you anymore or whatever. But just recognize that when you're writing to your inner child, I personally wrote it as if she was sitting right in front of me. And that kind of helped me organize my thoughts on what I wanted to focus on. And some people even do it as like a journal, like a day-to-day journal, writing to their inner child each day. Like, um, I haven't done this. I've thought about doing it. But I honestly, it's hard for me to journal. I know it's like pushed a lot um, when you're on a spiritual path and stuff. Like journaling is this amazing thing. And They highly recommend you do it, but I, for some reason, struggle with finding time to journal. And I know that sounds ridiculous, and it just goes to show that I still have to prioritize things. But journaling is very important. Writing things down is so important because when you look back and you read it, sometimes you're writing down things you don't even need to know, especially if you're just writing to write in the mornings, just just journaling just to journal kind of thing. And you read it back, and you're like, whoa. That is so random in the moment, but I needed this today. And if you go back and read through your journal entries, you don't even realize how much you needed those things to be wrote down for a future reference. So journaling is highly recommended during um, 
your healing process. And it could even not even be just directed to your inner child. It could just be day to day what you encountered, how you did better, how you didn't do better, recognizing it, holding yourself accountable, um, recognizing the emotion that was attached to the situation and why it was attached there and the process of letting that go. And I think it's just important to leave the door open for your inner child to feel safe to come out and play. I don't know, I'm just speaking for myself, but for the longest time after I had kids and stuff too, I realized that I was just always so serious all the time and I still struggle with this. Like my husband can be so goofy and just play with the kids and like have fun and do all this fun stuff and be silly and like have a good time. And to me, if I do it, it's like shameful, like I should not be acting like this. I need to be serious all the time. And it was just like shameful to me to be silly. And I know that may sound ridiculous to others and maybe some other people can connect with me on that level. But I hated that about myself. I hated the fact that I couldn't just like have fun and be goofy with my kids without feeling shameful for it. Like I should have been able to embrace that. Like I remember my dad like chasing us around in the house acting goofy and doing silly things as kids and stuff. And like, if I were to try to do the things, some of my like memories that I have with my family, like of being silly and having fun, I would have been like, oh my gosh, how embarrassing. Like, that's so embarrassing. I could never do that. But like, I'm proud that like my dad was able to do that because I struggle with that. And I'm glad he was able to allow it to be safe for his inner child to come out and play with us at moments like that. And it's good memories. And so I don't want to like not have those memories with my kids. And I don't want to be shameful for allowing myself to be playful and silly at times. And so like Trent has this hoverboard. My oldest son has a hoverboard and I try getting on that. And we did that together. Um, I got a skateboard and busted my arm. So then I was like, okay, maybe doing your, your inner child stuff doesn't need to be so dangerous. Like, I don't know why I thought like I need to learn how to skateboard and ride hoverboards to like free my inner child. But I did and I started off totally in the wrong way. Um, but I've simply just found that dancing and singing in the kitchen with the Alexa on with the kids is fun for me. And that's my inner child being released because I was a little performer and I would dance up in my room all day long with no care in the world. And so when I do that with my kids, that's my inner child being released and it's beautiful. And I recognize that and I'm able to pinpoint that that's my releases for my inner child to say, Hey, come on, let's, let's get out and play. And it's okay. And it's safe here to do that. Um, so leave that door open, leave that door open to be silly and know that it's okay to explore and play. And I think the most important thing is, is a lot of times when you're doing a lot of this inner work and child, um, inner child healing, especially, I'm fortunate to not have so much trauma from my past. I can't imagine some people when they go through this, the things that come forward for them that they maybe even forgot about. Um, So I can't relate to this whatsoever. But I want to just let you guys know who may have had more struggles than I did or situations that happened to you that I didn't encounter and would never understand that it's okay when you're going through this to reach out to a therapist or just someone to talk to because this is definitely not something to take lightly. Um, Our brains are so powerful and we're able to block things out or push things off to the side and when those things come forward it can be a lot and it's not easy to do on your own. So please, 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 when you do this, if you have memories that are very traumatic and stuff, please go 
um, talk to somebody or just find a therapist, someone safe that's safe enough for you to go to for advice, please do that. Don't keep this to yourself. Don't do this by yourself if it's something you can't handle or process alone. <clears throat> so I know this can be overwhelming, but I just want you guys to know that this is a phase of going inward and it's going to be hard and it's going to be a process and it's going to be beautiful all at the same time. But I just want you guys to know when you come out of it, you're going to be so much stronger and so much more aware of who you are and your emotions. And when you're able to connect your awareness to those things, it is like life changing, literally life changing, like things that I've encountered now that I would have encountered even just three months ago, my emotions and reactions to it have been so different for the good and the bad. But I think just recognizing your moments as moments and you're going to show up and do better next time is so huge. And I just want you guys to know that I am proud of you today for taking the time to listen on how you can heal your inner child and start your meditations with healing your inner child and look at podcasts. There's so many podcasts you guys can find too, just on healing your inner child. Um, there's also therapists and spiritual life coaches or just life coaches in general you can get in touch with that can help you on this journey as well if you're not comfortable doing it by yourself. And if you guys ever have any questions at all, I believe my email is linked to my podcast channel. So please feel free to email me if you have any questions, thoughts, or just want to respond um, or have questions about this, um, this healing process. But I'm proud of you guys and thank you for showing up today. And just if you can do something today, recognize your inner child today and just remind them that you recognize that they're still there and you love them. <laughs> I love you guys. And I hope you guys have a beautiful day. Thanks again for coming back and supporting another episode with let that shit grow with Brooke. I appreciate your guys' support more than you know, and I truly hope this healing process is just a little bit easier with a little bit more guidance on my spiritual journey. Thanks again, and I can't wait to grow with you.